Hi, everyone. Welcome to another session from my podcast channel, Data Science with Sam. This session will also be available on my YouTube channel as well. And by the way, a very happy new year. I hope you had a great holiday break. Today, I'm going to talk about a very interesting topic that's literally relates to our AI revolutionary tool called ChatGPT. I guess you all heard about this tool in last one month as it's kind of like a being a very much like a buzzword on social media. People talking about that, how this tool can reform uh, the uh, different industry, how it can revolutionize some of the AI and machine learning fields and how it can also improve your professional and personal life. However, there is a growing concern about this tool that how it can influence the plagiarism or even cheating in the education world. Teachers are very much skeptical about that, that how they can safeguard their you know, students from utilizing this tool for bad purpose. So today I'm gonna to talk about that. And I joined by a teacher from an education field, Joseph Stewart. Joseph, welcome to the show. I'm glad thank to, you, have, thank you. to have you over here. Thank you so much, Sam. Thank you for having me. Uh, hope everybody's doing well today. I'm doing a quick introduction. My name is Joseph Strader. I've been in education for about a little over 10 years, um, teaching primary, intermediate. Uh, for those who don't know what it is, that's anywhere between second grade all the way up to eighth grade. I've also taught some uh, ninth grade. Um, I'm the owner of Go Cyber Academy. Uh, what Go Cyber Academy is, it's, it does a lot of different things, but it teaches uh, kids or students, K through 12 students, uh, concepts. So the foundational tools you need to uh, be successful in computer science. That could be as early as block block coding or something that's just typing skills, you know, or computer literacy. So just all concepts involved around computer science and giving kids those early foundational skills to help them be successful in their future journey or experiences in computer science. So I'm glad to be here. Uh, just recently graduated this past year from uh, University of St. Thomas with my master's in education leadership. Since then, started my company. We're in a couple locations. Uh, my primary location is St. Mary of the Purification here right over here in Third Ward next to Texas Southern University and University of Houston. Uh, so I'm very excited to be here today to talk about chat GPT and its effects and impact on education. Thank you for having me, Sam. No problem. Thank you, Joe. Thank you for joining because I think my viewers would love to get your perspective and opinions on how this new TI tool, either it could revolutionize the education system and help teachers like you in your future work, or it might give you some sort of an alarming sign which you need to be prepared for. So having Great. said that, I'm going to get to the the main discussion point, I'm going to start with uh, a very generic question. Like, I'm pretty sure you already had your had a little bit of hands-on experience in ChatGPT. So mm -hmm. what do you think about this ChatGPT tool or this AI tool from education standpoint, how it can influence the current paradigm of education system or how it can like lever, you know, how teachers can leverage this, to, this tool to educate uh, new generation students. Could you please tell me a little bit about that? Sure, for sure. Um, and granted, some of my answers might be either subjective as opposed to objective in my experiences. Uh, but your opinion, you know, yeah, there is it, no rules here. Yeah. Correct, correct. And I'm glad that we can have this open conversation. So, I mean, it's so many things to unpack because there are 
things that are alarming and there are things that I see chat GPT, like you said, can revolutionize education. So it just all depends on when and where it is being used. Uh, for the most part, for example, let's start with the, the, the main thing people tend to veer towards is plagiarism and, you know, the authentic, authenticity of someone's writing or words. Uh, yeah. So I, I played around with chat GPT a little bit mm -hmm. and it's very powerful, man. What will take something uh, like us to take a week or a day to do, they can output information in little to th three seconds. You know, you can ask the question and it instantaneously gives you an answer. And it doesn't even, what's interesting about it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, in, in journalism. It could be math problems. It could be, you know, you could give it a math problem. You can take an a answer or a question straight from an exam and uh, copy and paste it in there and it will give you how they got to the answer and then the actual answer. So it, it it's amazing just to see <laughs> how powerful this is. And we're just in 3.5. Um, I know 4.0 is going to be. Yeah, it's going to be coming with more parameters, like trillions. Right, right. And that, and then, you know, that's where the alarming comes. It's just like, hey, as, as a society, you know, as it continually, you know, because we're looking at 3.5 and they're already seeing like, oh, you know, there are some things that it doesn't give. 100% accurate information. Some misleading information out there, yeah. But with anything, you know, look at where it's come now, look at where it's going to go. It, it'll improve, you know, so it's just about us as uh, societies making sure, you know, we're using it for, for the right purposes. So in education, you know, when you're talking about plagiarism, when you're talking about uh, uh, journalism, when you're talking about scholarly writing, it does have an impact on that. Uh, as a teacher, you know, it... I don't necessarily, you know, it's difficult to to explain because you you tell teachers or excuse me, you tell students to go out and use the computer as much as they can't explore. But, you know, I feel like sometimes by telling them, hey, be careful, you know, you're limiting them in a sense. Uh, you want them to go out and explore things. And, you know, for example, you have a guy uh, from Princeton that recently, uh, I think just over the Christmas break, he wrote Chat Zero which is similar to uh, what are the, some of the companies that do plagiarizing. You can, you can insert. Virtually tell that validated that whether the. Correct. It validates if that information. Is yeah. So what he's created, you know, is chat zero, which is uh, something to tell if chat GPT information is indeed correct. So you already have people that's trying to, Oh, I like this. Let me go ahead on my end and see if we can create something that helps validate what is Right from, so as long as you have people with that type of mindset, as long as you have educators who are willing to uh, uh, teach both sides as well as why it's important to focus on uh, uh, things that are counter counterproductive. Uh, but as far as the plagiarism, it, it, it's, it's already difficult to stop that now. I could pay someone, uh, if I was a university writing dis dissertation, maybe not that big of a paper, but uh, I could pay someone now and they can go write. Right, and they perform it. So, you know, it's, it, but at the, at the, at the, as quick as it's written, now that's the thing. It's like, it's so, it's, it's produced so quickly. So, but then at the same time, let's step into the educator. Let me put my educator's hat on. It actually being in the classroom and not speaking from a business owner. In the classroom, <laughs> One of the things that, you know, bogs are kind of, is like the least exciting thing about teaching. Let me not say 
as a whole because some people do enjoy lesson planning. But, you know, lesson planning can become very daunting. So each week you have to, prior to the, the week coming uh, coming ahead, you have to plan what you're going to, what you're going to teach the kids, how it connects to the teaks, how it relates to the lesson, how you're going to implement that lesson. What are you going to, how are you going to differentiate for the different learners in your classroom? How are you going to make sure that this, you know, stays with them and you, you, you get your objective completed. Right. So with chat GPT, for example, I read in an article where a fellow teacher, uh, someone in the education system was writing or teaching a lesson about, tones your tone in a prompt in a in an essay and for that in his lesson plan he needed about 10 different uh paragraphs uh speaking on the same topic with 10 different tones to kind of express well well that would take maybe an hour or two maybe three hours for a teacher to get that information together instead he went to chat gpt and said hey i need uh uh 10 10 different articles or excuse me 10 different paragraphs with different tones speaking on uh, democracy in China. And in three seconds, it gave him that. So it cut his lesson planning time from what may have been two and a half to three hours into maybe an hour because 30 minutes you read them and then you go back and make sure the information is correct. And then you just put it in your, and you get some, all that gives you more time to actually, what I think is the most important thing in teacher is actually your interaction with the students and actually being able to, to, to teach it gives you and frees up more time to be able to interact with those kids and give them those social skills, actually talk to them and learn what they reflect on the lesson that you taught them, as opposed to I'm figuring all this out and I'm going in, I got to read all this. And you have something that can come and make something and cut your time in almost more than half. So, you know, it, 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 it varies, you know, it's what are you going to be using it for? Uh, to speak larger on education, when I entered education about the field about 10, 10 12 years ago, uh, I, my, my undergrad was in communications. I, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't a, uh, by trade, I, I didn't go to school to become a teacher. You know, I kind of got out of it. I had always worked in summer camps. So when I got out of college, I wanted like, just a small time job to kind of get me going. Turned out me be turning to being a teacher, you know, 10 years later. Uh, but I predicted, you know, based on my experience to say this is going a whole nother up. Such so much stuff you talk about. My experiences as a teacher uh, uh, led me to believe that, hey, depending on where you go to teach, you're going to have a different experience. Some some schools are higher rated. Some are lacking the resources. Uh, it just it just varies on what you feel like you're called to be or you're, you're called to do as a teacher. So. Seeing the difficulties in some of the public schools that I worked in, you know, I saw it at a point where, hey, eventually you're going to have, you know, especially with the pandemic hitting, you're going to have more hybrid learning. You're going to have more of all hey, education yeah. in the room. Yeah, let's put these kids in a room and, you know, the human interaction they'll have will be someone teaching them on the screen while people are kind of just, you know, mediating the room and make sure that, but, you know, it, it's going to become a thing. Will AI teach kids? Will AI be produced uh, 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 at a level that where you can have AI teach students? Yeah. I, I mean, mean it, it looks like we're heading that way. So, yeah. you know, does that, you don't want to, and that's where the alarm, alarms go off. You don't want to get too far into everything is AI generated. 
you want some type of human element. You want, you know, eventually you'll have where uh, uh, it helps with assisting people, maybe even a writer, a script writer. You know, I can get half this done by, you know, do you start to lean on that more and you start to lose creativity? Where does journalism go? Uh, how do we teach our students to be as creative and use their brains when they can just go on something at home and it'll come up with it and it's coming, it's deriving from human language, uh, our English, the English language. So, wow, you know, uh, that's mean, my first point I'll make. I think, I think that is really valid point that where we can go with this thing, because I yeah. understand the AI is pretty good. It's gonna give you a template to write an essay or an article, or even like for a journalist, they can literally just piggyback on the template and write a better one. But you still need a human element, you still need human judgment to, I, I guess, either like assess the article or see how much, how much like a human element, how much like a creativity they can yeah. add to that article because you can't just, with AI is just giving a template based on the information passed to it. So that's yeah. when those are the information or something already written by a human that AI is processing through their you know capacity and giving a template. So it still lacks that creativity. So it won't be able to give you something which is natural, never happened before. Okay. Right. For example, like and I'm a big Harry Potter nerd. And like, you know, mm -hmm. if you ask Harry Potter, you know, AI to write a novel based on you know science fiction, very fictional stuff. I highly doubt that you would come up with something that would be very intriguing to us. Okay, it'll come up with something, pretty sure. It will give you a novel or something, but it won't like touch your heart, you know, like it won't be like, yeah. so that's the, where we still need a human. So it will be more of like a combination of a human driven AI. I mean, AI could be your assistant. They can help you in writing, something, help you in like, you know, doing editorial stuff for your article, you know, grammar correction, or mm -hmm. maybe sentence correction or something like that. But it can't replace a human from intellectual right. stuff. And I still believe that it doesn't have that human consciousness. Right. And going back to your previous statement about the education system, how it transformed. Like we are, you know, after COVID, we are kind of like literally more in the hybrid setup, more, yeah. you know, like putting effort on, you know, like this ed tech, this online education system right. coming up. But I want to ask you that, do you think that, you know, this advent of ChatGPT kind of push back on that idea of education taken only education because what i think and correct me if i'm wrong if a student mm -hmm. is going to take this online education he's going to give them a, you know like a access to those chat gpt tool i mean they can like you know literally open two laptops and one laptop they have chat gpt open all laptop they are you know taking the exams so i feel like this uh the advent of chat gpt we're gonna cause a barrier in terms of like, you know, making this ed tech or online education popular in future, because people would need a physical physical presence. Like a teacher like you would want your uh, students to come to, you know, classroom and take the exams from there where they don't have any uh, accessibility to mobile phone or any other computers. So Correct. what do you think about that? Like, I mean, I think it, it it's, that's kind of the alarming part. It's, it's, yeah. it's a little scary. It's, um, with every version that they make uh, for AI, it gets a heck of a lot better, man. It gets a heck of a lot better of if, if almost emulating what it is to be human and come up with human thoughts. Uh, but right now it's not there. So using it as a tool, maybe taking it in, when you're lesson planning, when you're doing, I would use, for example, and these are things that I'm working with and we'll be working with, uh, mm -hmm. 
administration as well as the curriculum writers for some of the schools that I work with, uh, we will be working with cross-curricular thing in, in technology, in ed tech. So using chat GPT in math, using it to correct, uh, uh, to find answers, more, uh, other solutions to your answers. Uh, I think that that is, I think it is a viable way of being used. But like you said, the the human aspect has to be there. And it, it, it's it's scary because back to the point I made about, you know, in the future, possibly AI teaching. Now, we, we know that I'm all for justice and equality and equity. But we, there is a difference. And when we're talking about cultural impacts, these school systems aren't doing as well. You look at HIC, they had to the beginning of the year, they had 900, 900 teacher vacancies before the, when the school starts. So, you know, it's already a, 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 a lack of people wanting to teach. Uh, a passion for teaching it, it, it's being shown uh, across the world right now. And so that's going to lead us uh, as the leaders in education to, hey, we still have all these kids that have to get a formal education. And do we turn to AI? You know, how do we how do we find that middle ground to where we're, it still has the human element, but yet we actually need the AI because there's so many people that do not want to teach. Uh, and, you know, I'm not trying to discourage anyone. Uh, uh, and AI would help in a student when teacher is on vacation. Something like Correct. that. You know? Yeah. So, you know, not to discourage any anyone that's out there that's been thinking about getting education, but it's, it, it is something that's from the heart. In addition to your knowledge, what you give, you have to have a passion for wanting to help kids yeah. and understanding that, you know, What's your idea of uh, stepping into a classroom and maybe being, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of a, 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 a someone that's a teacher that everyone might know in, in, in a school or something like Miss Krabappel, The Simpsons, or, you know, just anyone, you know, uh, it, it varies. All your students with your idea or ideal classroom setting from that first day on, it's not, it's not always what you think it is, you know? Oh, so you're always, as a teacher, having to be innovative and I think that ChatGPT is something that helps me be innovative in the classroom. And I think, I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing. Uh, I see it as something, like I said, that will help teachers grow. It's I more believe of like that- an assistant to, mm -hmm. to the teacher, rather than yeah. more of like a competitor of the teachers. Correct, correct, uh, as an assistant, not completely replacing the teacher. Yeah. Uh, you might be able to teach uh, like, for example, in, in South Korea, you know, they always say in America, there was like, uh, there's a stigma that you have to, uh, smaller classroom sizes deals, yields better results. And that's not always true. Uh, it's just about what that country or what the, the whole country as a society as a whole puts its focus on. If right. education is the priority of the, the, the country, then that is what it would be most successful in. So uh, you have examples of schools in Korea where they teach uh, auditorium style uh, middle school kids, and they are some of the most successful, uh, bringing some of the successful learners and educators and, and, and future career people out here. So it, it's just about how you use it and, and is how much education is going to be priority in this nation, specifically the U.S. You know, I feel like it's dangerous here but in some other countries i think they would be more innovative because education is the priority uh of that nation so it's just don't look at it as a negative thing look at it as something how it can assist you 
because we definitely are entering a time where you're going to, everyone's going, it's going to be the norm to have computer skills. Oh, yeah. You, you know, ChatGPT is going to revolutionize uh, other companies, other other types of AI, other type of generative AI are going to help push us into the next, next, <laughs> you know, uh, version of who we are as a society. And you will need those skills because those types of things will be used and you're seeing it become a part of our everyday lives. So you're either going to kind of have to adapt or just, you know, be left in the past, you know, or be fighting to compete in a world where kids can come out and create apps and make it easier for companies to hire them because they can also analyze this data. They can create their own formulas, their own coding to analyze the data that's going to help the company. More online companies where they like literally just uh, publish a lecture materials and students can go and sign up for that. So they don't yeah. need like a physical teacher to teach them the same thing. They can literally learn from the videos as they spend more time on virtual world than the physical world nowadays, right? Correct. The advent of metaverse, you know, I mean, now a, a five-year-old kid can have mobile, right? They have access to mobile, internet, everything. Okay, so they would rather go to a, like an online platform to learn something from there rather than, you know, like uh, just sitting with a teacher in mm -hmm. a public schools or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, so, so talking about the chat, GBD, like, you know, the news came out that um, last week, New York City public schools they ban chat GPT, uh, you mm -hmm. know, uh, in the public school premises. So, you know, teachers, even the students won't have access to that. I feel like that's kind of, I would say, pushing back on the idea of, yeah. you know, going forward with the help of AI, because we had Google before, we had Amazon Alexa, we had Siri. Uh, a, a student, if they have that intention of cheating or pleasure, you know, plagiarism stuff, then they can literally just use Siri or even Alex or even Google yeah. to cheat, right? You know, so, I mean, technology would, would not be a barrier. You know, they have like a tools, they have mm -hmm. uh, like a process to access information from internet uh, by hook or crook, right? They can't do that mm -hmm. uh, within the classroom setup or outside of the classroom setup, right? So I don't think so. And as you said, you know, like, you know, just to piggyback on that uh, the statement you mentioned that, AI should not be a barrier. We should not have that, you know, like the intrinsic mindset that uh, AI is going to change the education system. is going to help uh, students more than the teachers. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the AI literacy is as important for teachers as well as for the students as well. So I think even the student teachers should need to educate themselves uh, like how they can utilize AI tools like ChatGPT mm -hmm. or something else. So mm -hmm. if something happens, if they would, uh, you know, if the students try to cheat something or they are to pleasure something, at least teachers can use their human element. They can human, you know, use their human judgment to mm -hmm. assess that and maybe mm -hmm. prevent that from happening in future. Mm -hmm. So going back to that, you know, like uh, statement, uh, do you really think the AI literacy is very important uh, for the teachers? Like for you, you're from a computer world, so you did, uh, so that for mm -hmm. you, you kind of like dealing with technology and everyday, Correct. right? But think about a teacher uh, from a history or geography, somebody who teaches uh, like a language or even mm -hmm. like a literacy stuff. So right. for them, do you think it's very important for each and every teacher to learn something about AI regardless of their subject matter? Yes, I do. I believe that, you know, a lot of what the New York public school system in Bannon is just kind of out of, I can't say ignorance, but yes, ignorance and because it's just 
you know, when you start seeing something <laughs> can produce that quickly, but it is ignorance because you just see it and it's like, oh, okay. Well, this, but you, like you said, Google can already do that. Siri. They're gonna take over their jobs. Right, 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 right. This isn't. This isn't like we aren't at the stages of like Terminator, or iRobot. You know, yeah. uh, we're just just all of a sudden this is gonna take. You know, but it's just an ignorance kind of at that top, and that and that speaks to the honestly, in my opinion, the kind of old way of thinking uh, with a lot of traditional uh, education systems and not wanting to adapt, and that leads to a bigger picture. While a lot of people or teachers at post pandemic have decide our educators have tried to change careers because this is kind of that old school mindset. Hey, we're showing you things that have been proven that can help us with teaching kids uh, uh, from their learning styles. It, it helps us cut, like I said, in time and half that, that lesson planning or that all that being in front of your computer, you know, teachers need to be able to be with their families uh, and, and have experiences and go to their child, children's game and not be on the weekends you know, plugging away at lesson plans, uh, that something like Chat GPT can be can help get it done and within like, you know, <laughs> a few hours time. So it it's just about, you know, I, I was watching prior to uh, us having this conversation, like just a couple like uh forums or like uh some podcasts as well on Chat GPT. And it's just you have these uh these computer science uh majors, these philosophers, these the scholars and they're speaking on and it's just you guys have to understand you have to make it everyone doesn't think like that their mind isn't thinking like that or they don't understand computer science language so you have to put it you have to take your do your due diligence to make it you know almost like a, a spark notes right or something like cliff notes or you have to make it to where everyone can understand what you're trying to do and and although you might be your intelligence capacity or your thinking level is a little higher and you're already seeing what it can do. A lot of people don't think on that scale. You know, they hear AI and they, like I said, they think Terminator. They think you know, uh, yeah, something like that. Like, I mean, yeah, you're literally just <clears throat> hitting on the point. It's more of like a trade-off between really yeah. some of your conventional approach of you know providing education and adapting adapting to like you know some ideas which can be driven by technology. So mm -hmm. you got to actually come up with that trade-off approach. I mean, being a teacher, you have to be adaptive as well as you have to like, you know, push back on some of those conventional approach, you know, as well. Great. So I, I feel like this, uh, this ban uh, thing, the ban, you know, like, I mean, I just feel like they like literally reacted very quickly. Yeah. And I feel like they just jumped the gun on that rather yeah. uh, properly assessing the situation because OpenAI only launched a beta version. Okay, mm -hmm. this is more of like a testing platform they launched. It's not even like a real tool. So I feel like it is more of like an over-aggressive uh, statement, uh, you know, New York Public School had to make by banning that. And I, I feel like we are not there yet. Correct. Like they should have actually come up with a better approach to address that situation. Mm -hmm. To piggyback off that, like, and that's something like my company, as well as other companies similar to mine does, mm -hmm. is we're trying to bridge that gap uh, between the old and the new and trying to let you know we have programs in addition to just say hey okay i'm teaching your kid how to code we're also going to have a parent night to show you what they did as well as what's important about this where you can come and see what your child did uh as well as how this is going to be beneficial for them going forward and, and once you start to open those conversations and have those uh collaborations and those chances to show 
what this, what how powerful this stuff is, or this programming is, then they start to convince them more. But there's just not enough, uh, I guess, showcasing, uh, and not enough schools adopting computer science programs in general. So you know they're a little slow. Some some HISD is just adopted uh, a coding program, and not it's not offered to all schools, if, if I'm not mistaken. But I think they're trying to make it to where it is. But like here we are in 2021, they just now kind of ad adopted these things. So while the education or the technology world is just light speed, you know, the education it's is kind of it's, it's the so tortoise and the hare kind of thing. You know, it's just like, hey, man, you got to catch up. So and you don't have to be a hare. You know, it's just by, hey, be open. Yeah. yeah, be open to understanding that the world around you is evolving at a very rapid pace and you're still moving at uh are uh, following outdated practices that clearly need to be updated that would help us all and contribute to society. You know, a lot of times it gets bad stigma going to a four-year college, right? Okay, I'm not, I'm I'm someone, even though I went to a four-year college and just got my, I'm not, I'm someone that believes everyone needs to go to a four-year college, right? So you can teach kids early on how to be, how to get cybersecurity skills, how to get data analysis skills where they can work with these companies and decide, hey, this is, I have a future in this, okay? Or you want to get kids more so in the inventive mindset. You want kids to be not just, we don't want to just produce kids that are just, you know, drones out here, in worker bees. We just want- like work like a machine, just a robot. Correct. We so also want them to have that critical thinking. That's tough, you know? And that's, and that's where the, that's where the, the human element still has to be applied you still need that critical thinking because you see that uh, ai isn't all can't all the way critical think you know uh so or has any critical thinking skills you know i'm not i don't, I don't know all about AI. yeah i mean how much critic how much time we put you know like in last one month how much time we spent on chat gbd that actually like uh made us think about how we can be adaptive and mm -hmm. this AI literacy stuff i mean that thing started accelerating as soon as we saw a tool out there which can replace a human job. So it's all about, I feel like, embracing the technology because it can help you. But you always need that push. I feel like ChatGPT kind of gives us that much needed push to reform our education system or maybe 100%. kind of like, you know, <clears throat> just get over with those uh, conventional ideas, those that backdated mindset and think about how we can be on board with the mm -hmm. technology or at least we teach our kids about the basic programming skills. So in future... Yeah they can, you know, apply their judgment to learn, uh, I know, just decide mm -hmm. which one is good, which is bad, because AI is still a new thing. We don't know how it will turn out to be. It can be a good exactly. element, can be a bad element, but you should need to have that judgment to decide uh, individually, right? And that for that, 100%. it's really important to learn about technology and programming language. Like, like, and I'm, I'm, I really wanted to appreciate your effort to start this company because we need this kind of venture to educate 100%. people, so not only that uh, the students, also their parents, that how influential or beneficial it would be for learning programming language or at least know something about technology because we are literally living in a very interesting time. I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel like it's I feel like it's that time that time period where it's like you can probably point to certain periods of time where technology advanced us, like to yeah. where like oh everybody's scrambling to. You know, I feel like we're right there. Like we're right there. We're right there. It's gonna, it's gonna flip, and it's gonna be those who are in the know and those who aren't. And especially the older way of thinking is gonna kind of get washed out. And I don't want to, 
I, I don't want to get mistaken. I don't want, I don't think the older way of thinking is I just think that there needs to be a balance. Because while you do have computer way of thinking, yeah. Yeah, while you do have your computer, console. your AI, you'd still need, hey, pencil, paper. I still right. need to be able to do both. So it's about just finding that common ground and that balance so that one's not too far on the other. And sometimes the scales will tip, you know, but it's about making sure we do in education and computer science engineers that scholars, we all make sure that if it starts to tip the scales, we do our due diligence to make sure it doesn't go too far off that we're getting away from that human experience and that keeps us away from, you know, the judgment day, <laughs> yeah. which I mean, I get it. If we had, you know, you could get, I was watching the nearest and getting sentient and, you know, it's getting real, but I don't think, you know, we're, we're, we're still far away from that, but it's important that the more people that see this, the more we get the education system on board, then the more you will yield more positive results and more people that are, uh, you'll find those teachers, you know, because teachers are important, man. They're the backbone. When you say they're in back, it's, it's, I can't explain to you. It doesn't matter how much knowledge that someone has in that if they can't get a room full of kids of different cultures and different learning disabilities and different to actually understand what you're trying to do. So uh, ChatGPT will help that. And I'm, I'm a proponent of it, uh, but we just gotta, you know, find that balance. And, and it's conversations like these that will get spread uh, that people need to see. Um, cultures, breaking those culture barriers. You know, a, a lot of stigmas in the African-American culture, uh, not culture, they're slow to kind of get on board. That's why we're having a big surge in black, black and tech right now. And that's something and you have a lot of us who are in tech that are trying to get the rest of our culture to understand the importance of, of computer technology and how it would advance us and how it will help solve many of the world's problems and issues. And, you know, we don't want to keep just like we don't want to keep this kid over here from the woodlands. We don't want to keep this kid over here from third war because inventors come from all different days in life and you never know who that person is but you have to have it there for them to be able to cultivate it and i think these types of conversations which leads these are the type of things i will be able to use with my parents have them watch and it will open up more conversations so this is thank you so much sam for having this this is great stuff i mean it was it was so nice chatting with you about that because <clears throat> i believe that i never lived in uh, 70s or 80s era with the music, the rock music. Right, right. So I always kind of like uh, felt like, oh, I just missed out on that. But now I kind of started thinking, yeah, I missed out on that in the music evolution era, but mm -hmm. I'm living in the midst of the technological evolution era. So this is Damn. also as exciting as it was back in 90s, 70s or 80s, right? So we got to embrace that. AI education is must. We're not saying that AI is good for everything. We're not saying that AI is going to take over someone's job. And that will be bad. We still need human element. We still need human mm -hmm. judgment to drive AI for a better you know, result, not to for like a, some sort of like a negative impact that can impact Correct. society, the children, our next generation. So all we need is a human-driven AI. And for that, it's very important that all our generation should be educated with AI and technology. Uh, I mean, having said that, I'm going to definitely appreciate your effort and time for being there and talking about your perspective on this tool and how this tool can be leveraged 
to help mm -hmm. teachers in their educational uh, you know ventures and also help the, you know like students and their parents to learn more about technology and AI. I'm pretty sure I'll be interested to see how your company would utilize AI to come up with uh, yes. better products in the in future. So I'll definitely recommend my viewers to just check the video caption and follow Joe and follow his business venture in the tech world. I'm pretty sure you're, um, if you have someone, please refer them to um, his company. I'm pretty sure they're doing a, a great job in terms of educating people about computer and technology it's by itself. Mm -hmm. And I Joe. say one last word, please reach out. Please reach out to me if you have those in the education field. We're always looking for ways to collaborate people in engineering computer science. So we're always looking for people, for mentors, uh, for guiding, for ideas, uh, projects, uh, things that we can do with our students, with people in the fields every day that can give them real world experiences. Uh, so if you ever uh, in the notion or want to help educators as well as the future uh, youth in uh, computer science, technology, fundamentals, engineering, web-based, web three, blockchain, all that stuff. Go Cyber Academy, uh, G-O-C-Y-B-E-R-A-C-A-D-E-M-Y. Thank you so much, Sam. And uh, you guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for uh, being here. And you have a great rest of your day too. And as Dr. Martin Luther King's birthday, as he said, I have a dream. I know we all are embracing a dream of utilizing AI in future. I think we'll get there. We just have to be cautious and need to educate ourselves with this new revolutionary stuff that has been going on around the world. Thanks, Joe. Thank you so much. Thank you, my viewers and subscribers. Please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to my channel. And also, please write a review for my podcast channel, as this is a new venture I started. And you'll see more experts from academia, industry, will feature in my future episodes. Thank you.